The Leadership File on Premier. Welcome to the show which talks to Christian leaders about the topics that really matter. I'm Andy Peck. This week I welcome Tim Rudge to the Leadership File. Tim is the field director of UCCF, the largest student movement in the UK and Ireland. UCCF see Christian unions as mission teams that operate at the heart of university and college campuses. And they're launching a new project entitled Uncover. And Tim joins me to talk about the project and the leadership challenge of mobilising Christian students for mission. So welcome, Tim, to the Leadership File. Thank you, Andy. Hi, good to speak to you. Good. Uh, just uh, for context for folk who, who don't know you, just your journey to, to work with UCCF, first of all? Yeah, well, I uh, went up to university uh, quite a few years ago now, and I'd never met a Christian. I n- I'd never heard the gospel. And it was through two Christians who were part of their Christian union that I played sport with that I first uh, heard about Jesus, really, and uh, that's when I became a Christian. So it was through the Christian union uh, when I was a student, that I I became a Christian, and that was my first contact with UCCF. And uh, I've been working with students with UCCF on and off for uh, about twenty years now, I think. Wow, wow! Which which university was that, and what were you studying? Yeah, so uh, let's see if I can remember it's that far, that long ago. It was uh, Aberystwyth University, and I was studying geography. So lots of colouring in. Lots of, uh, sharpening pencils. <laughs> that's the that's the uh, yeah the, uh, the the stereotype, isn't it? So yeah, um, yeah. now you you mentioned obviously the CU life at college had such an impact upon you. Um, many many don't perhaps haven't attended university themselves. How does it kind of work? Just 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 describe uh, if you like UCCF for dummies. Sure. Yes. So we've got two million students in higher education well. in the UK. And the vast majority of them know nothing of Jesus. And the whole mission of UCCF is to give every student the opportunity to hear and respond to the gospel of Christ. Mm. So uh, we've, been, we've been going now for 85 years. UCCF was started by students who felt that it was necessary to have a witness in their universities. And now we have Christian unions in around 140 different higher education institutions. We have uh, around about 15,000 students involved in the movement. And just about every higher education college and university in Britain has a Christian union. They would be led and run by students. Uh, They are affiliated to UCCF. Our staff and our interns support them on an ongoing basis. And the aim of each Christian union is very much to give students the chance to hear the gospel. That's what they're constituted for. Okay. And, and give us a sort of idea of the size of some of these Christian unions, maybe some of the larger ones. Yeah, well, a CU can range from around 500 students. Uh, we'd have uh, that kind of number of students at the University of Southampton, for example. They can be as small as a, a handful of students meeting together to study the Bible and pray for their college and think about evangelism. In a, in a smaller higher educational institution, we might have three or four in a CU. Most CUs are around the 80 to 150 mark. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, obviously Premier is, is national, but um, there will still be many listening to us from London. So what would be the kind of places you'd mention in the London area? 
Yeah, well, I mean, London is so blessed with so many great higher educational institutions and two of the top 10 universities in the world are UCL and Imperial. So it's an incredibly strategic a place to be doing evangelism uh, and helping Christians to think about their field of study and what they go on to do uh, in their professional lives. So we would have Christian unions in just about every university and college in London. Uh, our groups generally are a little bit smaller in London. There are fewer halls of residence. The colleges themselves tend to be uh, slightly smaller. Um, more students commute to and from college. Our largest groups, it depends where, where uh, London begins and ends, but our largest group in, in London would be um, Royal Holloway, which is out in Egham, uh, and that would be around about 140, 150 students. But then we'd, we'd have a group in places like King's, UCL, LSE, Imperial, and those groups would typically be between 45 and 70 students. Okay. No, that's that's really helpful just to get a, some kind of perspective. So, uh, you know, tell us about then the, the Uncover project and how that fits into um, to this strategy. Well, Uncover is a very, very simple, uh, basically plug-and-play resource. It's a series of six studies in Luke's Gospel that a Christian can do with their non-Christian mates. You don't have to take someone to hear an evangelist. You don't even have to take someone to a course it's something that's highly relational, that you sit with your friend in Starbucks down the student union bar, um, and you would just go through these studies with them. The reason we came up with it, Andy, was that we observed that Christian students were good at running um, events weeks or mission weeks, good at running evangelistic events, good at running courses, whether it was Alpha or Christianity Explored. But when I was a student, it was relatively common for students to share their faith on an ongoing basis and lead their friends to faith in Christ by praying with them in their student flat. And we were seeing less of that. So we really wanted to think about how we could empower this generation of students to share their faith in a relational, meaningful way, help their friends to encounter Christ in the pages of Scripture and then be able to lead them to a point where they wanted to trust Christ and pray with them. So that was the point of the, of the exercise, that's the point of the resource, to empower ordinary Christians to have a go with their friends, to talk to them about Jesus, to take them on in the journey to knowing Christ as they look at Luke. And uh, it's, been, it's been quite remarkable. We, uh, I have to say, um, when I came up with the idea and when we, when we put it all together, I, I, I thought... Well, we might get a few few hundred students have a go at this. But when we launched it, it was astonishing. The students absolutely took to it. They thought it was a wonderful idea, a wonderful resource. Uh, it's been brilliantly designed. Uh, it takes people through the story arc of Luke. So Luke tries to interview the eyewitnesses to gather the evidence about who Jesus is and what he came to do. And so that's the story arc. It's looking at the evidence. It's uncovering the evidence. It's looking at, at uh, what Jesus was claiming about himself. And you take people on a journey through Luke as he meets different people. He meets a sinful woman. He, he meets uh, uh, a man who is paralyzed, who's, who's um, uh, lowered down to the floor in front of him. And what, you build up the picture over six consecutive studies. Mm-hmm. And what we've seen, I think, is uh, uh, so many more students come to faith in Christ than I can remember in 20 years. 
and so many Christian students confident to uh, take people through the Uncover studies. Hmm. So we really feel so blessed by the Lord, it's, and God is it's one of those occasions where God has done more than we ever imagined, and it's been absolutely thrilling to be a part of. Hmm. So um, so it's a kind of a, a book. You, you said a plug-and-play resource. Did that, is there, there's some technology involved as well? Yeah, well, so uh, really Uncover has two resources to hmm. it. The first resource is a, is a booklet of the Seeker Studies, designed as an evidence folder, you know, the kind of crime scene investigation sure, sure. Um, mm. series, you know, so you're, you're going through the evidence. So, so that's the first resource. The second resource, we, we, we launched that, and then the following year, we, we um, produced and uncover Luke's Gospel, which is the Gospel of Luke with the same branding. But then inside uh, Luke's Gospel, we've got uh, QR codes. I don't know if you know what they are, but they're those little square barcode uh, codes that you see on posters as you just go through London and you're, you're on the tube and so on. And there are 14 of those that we put in, in through the gospel. So you scan those with a smartphone and they take you to a video that you then watch on your smartphone. Okay, right. And uh, uh, those videos basically either give you a short introduction to the key passages in Luke or they answer some of the apologetics issues, the, the questions that Luke mm. might raise. So when you when you get to chapter one, you find a QR code and you scan it, and you go you, you're taken to a video by uh, Dr. Peter Williams, who's a theology lecturer at uh, Cambridge University, and he will talk about for two minutes about the historical reliability of Luke and why you can trust it as you read it that Luke is a historical document that has uh, a degree of reliability to it. Uh, when you get to chapter five and, and uh, Jesus begins to do miraculous works. You scan the code and you get taken to Professor Arden Louis, who's a professor of physics at Oxford, and he gives you three and a half minutes on science and faith. So are they compatible or are they incompatible? You get to chapter seven, where um, a woman uh, anoints Jesus um, with her tears, and then there is uh, a little girl who's healed and raised from the dead. And uh, we, we look at the issue of uh, Christianity and suffering, and you, and you, you get a video from... Uh, a consultant, accident, and emergency um, uh, doctor. And so those go through the gospel. And the aim of that was, look, if, if someone just isn't going to read the whole gospel, they can basically go through and scan the codes, and they can hear the gospel and have some responses to their questions. And again, we've, we've found that students have interacted with those videos really well. Um, and the videos lead on then to more resources that people can take their questions further forward from the UCCF Thinking website. Wow, so that's, that sounds like a fascinating resource. And as you say, it, it helps someone who's, if a student's a little timid or uncertain, then it kind of, it, it leads them on, doesn't it? Yeah, it very much does. And it's, both resources are in a sense a sort of one-stop shop. Mm -hmm. So um, rather than thinking, oh, I've got to go somewhere else to find the answer to this, or I need something help, else to help me to do this, everything's contained. We, 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 from, from, from the start, we wanted to make this as easy as possible for the Christian to use, and the gospel as easy as possible and as accessible as possible for the non-Christian to use, who maybe doesn't read much or who is sceptical or doesn't have much time and uh, what we what we found across the country is a lot of engagement by people who aren't Christians. We challenged, we, we, we produced 100,000 of these Gospels, and we said to our students, 
We want you to pray for five, five friends, give one of these Gospels to five friends, and then do the Uncover Seeker studies with those five friends. And uh, obviously, not every single CU member's done that, but lots and lots have. And uh, uh, again, so many students have engaged with the Gospel because of, uh, of Uncover. Wonderful. Well, you're listening to The Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Tim Rudge. He's the field director of UCCF. We'll be back just after this. Welcome back to the Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Tim Rudge. Tim is the field director of UCCF, the largest student movement in the UK and Ireland. Um, UCCF is launching a new project entitled Uncover, which is a a resource to help uh, Christians to talk through the gospel of, uh, particularly take people through the gospel of Luke with their non-Christian friends. Um, UCCF is a um, as a student movement is is aiming to to bring the gospel to every student or the the two million students are in higher education in the UK. So Tim, I'm sort of moving on from from uncover a little bit to talking more generally about leadership in UCCF. Um, what are the main challenges of, of of standing for Christ on campus these days? You you talked about being in uh, student ministry for some twenty years. What are you know What are some of the kind of fresh challenges that students face? Yeah, sure. Let me give you one example that's uh, fresh in my mind. So the University of East Anglia over in Norwich, they last term um, called in the Christian Union leaders and said that all, all, any form of uh, proselytization, any form of witnessing for your faith, and any form of worship is banned from any building of the University of East Anglia except one room which is called the multi-faith center and that's it a blanket ban on any form of christian expression uh, that that's an example of how the free the natural normal freedoms that we enjoy in our country are under threat at british universities and that's not the only example i could quote you several others that's something that is relatively new and it is really re- very important for your listeners to grasp hold of that because um, where are the politicians and the journalists and the media executives of the future forming their ideas today? It's in British universities. So David Cameron, he doesn't, he doesn't have a view that he can reconfigure what marriage is and put that to um, the parliament. He doesn't suddenly have that idea age 45. He's been thinking about that for a long time. The formative years him would have been when he was at Oxford University under his, his various tutors. And that's what's happening in our country today. The, the freedom of expression of Christians is under serious threat. So at a university like East Anglia, they want to ban any form of Christian expression and evangelism. So we have fought that really hard and really vigorously, and we're continuing to do so. And the Christian community in the city of Norwich have been exemplary in their support of that. But it just illustrates that the basic freedoms that we enjoy now, if we don't fight for them at the university now, I, I suspect that there will be similar things in 15, 20 years' time in our society as, the, as those students become policymakers and people of influence. So that's just an example, Andy, of some mm. of the pressure that Christian students are under. That is an extraordinary story. Uh, I mean, I, I am aware, of course, that, um, that in past... Um, student unions would 
would not allow Christian unions to use um, university premises for for their gatherings because Christian unions were excluding people from being members of that union if they weren't Christians, which is, you know, it seemed like a bizarre argument. I don't think, you know, a, a rugby club, you know, is excluding people who don't play rugby as well. But um, but that was that had been the, the case. Is that, is that widespread or is that something that's died out, that kind of attitude? Yeah, I think it's got better. So about six or seven years ago now, we uh, we had to fight a number of cases on that basis. Uh, the, the argument was simply this, that uh, it was a radical form of inclusion, that anybody should be able to join and lead absolutely any society. And of course, the Christian Union exists for its non-members. And so we want people to come and be involved. But obviously, a Christian group has to be led by Christians. Otherwise, its whole identity and integrity is under threat. Uh, and that was strongly opposed by student unions who said, no, 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 there's got to be equality here. Anybody can lead a, a Christian union, including someone who's an atheist. Well, the, we had to fight that quite vigorously, went to the press and so on. And basically, the man on the Clapham, Clapham omnibus saw the issue straight away that it's absolutely ridiculous. Mm. But I think what's happening at a place like UEA is more sinister. Yes. It's the university authorities who are saying... We will limit freedom of speech. Mm. Um, it's against the law. It's against the Education Act. It's against the Equalities Act. Um, but the university is pushing, pushing, pushing its secular agenda. And that's, again, that's not uncommon. Just at Royal Holloway College three years ago, the uh, Christian Union had, had planned an events week. Uh, they did one event in a bar where something was said on suffering at the start of the week. Uh, one student complained to the university and the whole of the mission week was cancelled. All the room bookings were taken away and so on. After one complaint, it's as though some, not all, but some university authorities and some uh, student unions are really insistent that the Christian voice should be suppressed. It doesn't have a place in the public square. And of course... That is a freedom that we must hold really dear in Britain. We must fight for. And I personally would be fighting for the freedom of speech and expression within the law for other religious societies that weren't Christian. So um, I think there's a change. There's a change from what it was four or five years ago. And um, it's an example of uh, secular intolerance, the intolerance of tolerance. So if you don't agree with the secular agenda, then there's no toleration for your view at all. And that's the kind of thing that we're fighting. It's really critical for the future of our country that we fight it in the universities. Sure. Now, you're the, the field director, um, so you have a, a wide brief, I guess, in terms of supporting um, the student leader, sorry, the, um, the staff uh, around the country. Uh, what, what are the sort of challenges you face in, in, in deciding where to put your energies? Yeah, well, that's, that's always the difficulty, isn't it, Andy? I think probably... Um, my wife would be a better person to answer that question and uh, describe the ways in which I fail miserably at that and uh, probably to put too much energy in the wrong places. Um, I just want to say something about student leaders. So, you know, students are, are we, you know, in many ways the cream of society, the thick clots that float to the surface. And our student leaders, they do a, an astonishing work. So you're 20, 21 you're, let's say you're at Southampton, you're leading a, a group of 500 students. That's amazing, isn't it? So what a fantastic leadership 
um, training package and program that is, a great leadership opportunity. Uh, and I think one of the key things that our staff do is help to mentor, help to train, uh, give wisdom to, and do evangelism with those student leaders. That's the absolutely key thing that we want to do. And what we've seen with the Uncover Project, actually, is it was really, really fantastic. We, we had church leaders coming to us and saying, can you tell us about Uncover? Our students who've gone off to university, they've all come back saying, we need to do Uncover, we need to do Uncover. So the ministers were phoning us and saying, can you tell us a bit about Uncover? And what we see there is that lots of churches now are using Uncover. So Alpha for Students recommends Uncover as the follow-up to Alpha. Christianity Explored are really promoting Uncover as well. Uh, and, and the brilliant thing about this is, as, as our staff train and develop students in evangelism, in doing just Bible study with a non-Christian mate, uh, we are, by God's grace, releasing into the churches and into the society, you know, thousands of students who've just learned to do evangelism by opening up Luke's Gospel, by opening up John's Gospel, which we'll launch in September. So we're doing Uncover John from September. So what we always need to do as leaders, I think, as, as the leaders of a movement, is think, what is the main thing? What do we just need to keep focusing on? People can just keep us busy, you know, oh, UCCF and students, they need to be involved in this, they need to be involved in this. Um, people are always telling us what we should be doing, but we just need to keep focused because if we focus on leadership training and development, if we focus on evangelism, if we focus on thinking Christianly about issues like free speech or sexuality or whatever it might be, then we feel that's the best thing we can do to serve the church. That releases into the church graduates who have real convictions, who have leadership ability, who know how to do evangelism. And that's got to bless the church. You know, that's, that's got to serve the church by providing elders and house group leaders and people in the workplace and pastors and teachers who already have cut their teeth in leadership, have some theological convictions and, and, and know how to do mission. So that's really where we have to focus our staff, where we have to focus our energy, I think. No, that sounds brilliant, Tim. So just as we close, um, you, you've mentioned Uncover John. So obviously these resources cost money. Uh, and some, some folk listening might be thinking, hey, I'd love to support this. I've got a, a university around the corner in our town or city, and it would be lovely if those students were well-resourced. So um, how could they find out more about Uncover and, and, and donate to the, um, to the funds there? Yeah, oh, that's very kind of you, Andy. Thank you. And you're quite right. Um, it does cost money, and we're, we're just so grateful for the Lord's people and how they've helped us to do this, um, both with Uncover Luke and uh, now we're working on Uncover John. If people would like to know more, just go to the UCCF website, which is uccf.org.uk. You'll find loads about Uncover there. You'll find um, contact details. You can get in touch with our with um, our office, or you can just get in touch with me. Just uh, drop me an email at uh, tjr at uccf.org.uk, and I'd love to let people know a little bit more about the Uncover project. And uh, just on our website, there are testimonies of um, students of uh, this. Uh, 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 this might sound a bit derogatory, but you'll know what I mean. Students and grown-ups. <laughs> who um, who've, who've basically used Uncover with their friends and 
ordinary church people, people in CUs and seeing their friends engage with the gospel and come to faith. And just whether you're a, you're a student or not, or whether you've got friends who are students, you, I think you just find that wonderfully encouraging about how Jesus is walking off the pages of scripture and into people's lives and how God is just using ordinary people, you know, ordinary church members, ordinary students, and God is using them to help help their friends find Jesus. It's been wonderfully humbling and encouraging to be part of, and I think your listeners would find that really thrilling to, to, to listen to. Well, thanks, Tim, very much. So those websites, again, www.uccf.org.uk. And if you wanted to get in touch with Tim Direct, that's tjr at uccf.org. UK. Tim, thank you so much for uh, for all you shared, for your enthusiasm for this project, and for you know for the the good signs of the gospel being at work. Thank you, Andy. You've been listening to Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I was joined this week by Tim Rudge, the field director of UCCF. Uh, do log on to Premier's own website and listen to archive versions of the Leadership File, including this one in due course. I look forward to your company again next Sunday at three thirty. You've been listening to The Leadership File on Premier. Andy Peck serves as a tutor at CWR, a Christian charity whose courses and publications aim to apply God's word to everyday life. Contact him via email apeck at cwr.org.uk.